0: Good evening everybody. Good, evening. good. It's a nice crowd, crowd tonight. Amen. Yeah. We had a good time this morning. Amen. Yeah. Were you blessed? Yeah. It's so wonderful to see faces. I know I have um, my good friends here, Pastor Mark and, and, and uh, Debbie. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. They're, my, they're one of my first partners from years back. Amen. So they're very special to us, amen? And just like all of you in this church are very special to us, so we're glad. And then I'm honored to have uh, our brother, Tom, right? Joe, Joe. I said it right before and then I got Tom. I don't know where I got them. Brother Joe and sister Mary, that's right, good. They always come out and they drive far away to come. So we're honored that you could come, amen? Amen. You bless us this time you come. Amen. And of course, all the River Church. Amen. Amen. We're so honored to be here. Amen. Amen. We trust God to tell us some more things to say to you tonight. Amen. You know, whenever these meetings are called, they're called because of you. Amen. God has something to share with us. Amen. So let's get back into the Word of God. We were talking about this morning about laying hold. We told you that God has made everything you will ever need available. Remember in Ephesians 2 verse 10, we talked about how God has prepared wonderful paths for us to take. In 2 Peter chapter 1 in verse 3, it says that God has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. And it goes on to tell us how. It says it's through knowledge. Okay, so the word of God, we told you earlier, is the seed of everything that God has done in our lives. Amen. So part of laying hold begins with the word. The word comes to author in our lives the kind of life that Jesus died and was raised to make available to us. All right. So we told you that laying hold begins with your hearing. I mean, if you remember that and we told you that in order to hear you have to guard your attention because you can hear something and it bounces off of this ear and goes out of that other one amen how do you keep it from doing that you attend to it you attend to it amen so we talked about those things we talked about how Part of laying hold is you hearing, attending, and then we talked about meditating on the word of God. That's how that word becomes big inside of you. That's how that seed grows inside. Amen. And we told you that in order to see what God has for you, in order for you to lay hold, that word is your seed. People often, you remember the illustration of the vent and the thermostat? People go to the vent trying to control the heat or the air. But you can't control it from there. What you're seeing is the result of the action taken at the thermostat. Yeah. What you see is the result of things from the supernatural. Remember we talked about that. So in order to change anything in the natural, you have to change it from the supernatural. Amen. Amen. So let's talk a little bit more about that tonight before we go further into some other things. Yeah. Amen. Amen. How you treat the word of God determines what you are able to lay hold of. How you treat the word, the word of God. Remember in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Everything that was made was made by the word. So if people are dying to get things that they see. As a child of God who knows the truth, should you be dying with them? No. Why? Because you know how to get it. You know where it comes from. And as long as you have the word, you can reproduce it. Mm -hmm. Remember they were interviewing Bill Gates years ago. And they asked him, you know, he was in a college setting. This was years ago. They asked him, "If if everything you have today was to be taken away, and you have one thing that you can keep, what is that? And he said the answer was very easy and very very quick he said the knowledge of how we did it the knowledge of how we did it you see the Word of God is the seed that produces everything that you will ever need in life so when God is talking about laying hold when we're preaching to you about laying hold we're not talking about laying hold of this laying hold of that it will produce that but the seed To produce it is the word of God. Lay hold of the word. Hear the word. Attend to the word. Meditate on the word. Let that word grow in you. And that word will become in your life what God said it is. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. It is so important for us to recognize that. Very important. Amen. You know, in Acts chapter 20, in verse 32, Acts chapter 20, verse 32, it says, And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. What is he commending you over to? The word of God. He said here, the word will build you up. And then the Word will give you what you are looking for. You see, inheritance is not something you earn. Inheritance is something that was given to you. Life in Christ is something we inherited. We didn't earn it. That's why it was given to us by grace. Okay. And the Word of God is what gives it to us. Amen. Glory to God. And anything that God says to you, anything that God will say to you, has the power of God in it to make it so. That's right. Anything. Amen. So if God said, okay, I want you to go do this. Within that statement is the power to accomplish it. I remember a few years ago when, we, when God said to us, I want you in Nigeria. And we got that, you know, things look this way, look that way. Like, ouch, ouch. He said to me, consider that word, your grocery store. Consider that word, your bank account. Consider that word, your defense. What what is the word? I want you in Nigeria. That's what God God spoke to us. So he said, the power to see my goodness is in what I said. So sometimes we make the mistake of looking, okay, God's going to bring this my way. God's going to bring this my way. And we forget that the way he does it is through his word. So you don't focus on the natural. Because the enemy will take advantage of you. There will be seasons where you don't see very much natural things happening. Does it mean that God is no longer walking? No. Amen? So that's why it's important for us to learn this thing. Remember in Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. Remember in verse 37 in Amplified Bible. Luke chapter 1 in verse 37 he says for with god nothing is ever impossible and it goes on to tell us a big statement here he says and no word from god shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment no word from god shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment so if god is doing anything anywhere He does it by his word. So when you're laying hold of what God is doing today, the number one thing you do is you lay hold of the word. You get that word, you hear it, you attend to it, you meditate on it. That's you meditating on the power to do exactly what the word said. Amen. We want to go through a few examples of what? what you ought to do with the word my point is just the word is your answer the word is what you're to focus on when you lay hold of the word you you will lay hold on anything that that word said you remember in Canaan of galilee when jesus did the first miracle of turning water into wine how many of you know the story They needed wine. They ran out of wine. And Jesus' mother, Mary, went over to, hello, Sister Mary, went over to to Jesus and said, hey, they're out of wine. And Jesus said, what's that got to do with me? My time is not yet. And she went to his disciples. Look at what she said to them. Whatever he says to you to do, just do it. In other words whatever the word says do it because jesus was the word made flesh okay so whatever the word says to do do it now they're talking about wine he could have said something else to them but she said if we want this miracle whatever the word says to do do it because that's the answer now jesus told his disciples he said gather all the parts you know Fill the pots with water. 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 Fill the pots with water. That's the word. He's got power to produce. Okay? What was it they needed? Wine. Okay? But he told the disciples, Fill the pots with water. And then after they filled the pots with water, he said to them, Draw it and take it to the governor of the feast. Take water, water to the governor of the feast. And they took, they drew from it and took it to the governor of the feast. And he took a drink. Wow, you saved the best wine for last. He said to the the people hosting the thing, they said most people, they give the best at the beginning and then they give people after they've they've gotten drunk, they give them some junk. But he said you saved your best for last yeah. how did they get to that point whatever the word said to do do yeah. whatever the word said to do do and that's all they did fill the pots with water they did draw it and take it to the governor of the feast, and they did and guess what they got exactly what they were asking for you that are needing lands and buildings, God may say, hey, I want you to take this shovel down the street to whatever. I know, I'm just making something up. Yeah. Take this shovel up to this, yeah. to this man. And you would be like, what's that got to do with this? Uh-huh. See, that's where people miss it. Yeah. That's why so many people struggle with laying hold. Because they're wanting to see it in the natural. They're wanting to lay hold with their mind. When all you need to do is lay hold of whatever the word tells you. Yeah. Because the word is able to produce the very thing yeah. that is telling you that he has for you. Yes. Amen. 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 The power is in the word. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You remember the centurion mm-hmm. that went to Jesus and said, Come and you know, come and lay your hands on my, you know, come, my servant is at the point of death. And jesus said oh i'll come and heal him and he said to jesus i'm not worthy for you to come under my roof say the word only speak the word only speak the word only speak the word only most people will be like jesus said i'm coming to your house you would be like what yes come on jesus come to my house oh my god come. hey y'all jesus is coming come on come on and they'll call everybody else you know what jesus is coming and this guy said He saw something. He said, sir, Jesus, you don't even have to come. I'm not worthy that you will come. Just speak the word only. And Jesus was marveled. Jesus marveled at his faith. When was the the last time Jesus said, wow, (laughs) at your faith? Jesus marveled at his faith. And he told his disciples, I've never seen any great faith like this in Israel. Mind you, this was an outsider. Yeah. Okay? This was an outsider. And then we continued with the story until we heard what Jesus, what he was looking for. Because Jesus was just telling the story of, about how he marveled at his faith. But he hasn't said the word yet. Okay? And if you keep going down the story in Matthew chapter 8, you get closer to verse 13. Jesus turned around and said to him, Go! thy servant leave it. It will be to you according to what you've believed. That's the word that he wanted. And he believed it and when and his servant was whole. He believed it. There was no hands laid on him. Yeah. We believe in laying on of hands. But the word spoken produced the result. How about to you as a new creation? Jesus said you are the righteousness of God. Jesus said that the same life that God has is in you. Yeah. Wow. The Bible says the same power that raised Jesus from the dead yeah. is in us. In us. That's right. yeah. Do you know what will happen when we really believe that? Yeah. We will act different. We will live different. We will walk different. Right. Mm-hmm. You just sit and meditate wait a minute. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead. The same power is in me. Not different power. The same, the same power. So that means he will do in my life what he did in Christ's life. He will lift everything out of death in my life. Wow. What a thought. But you see, most people don't believe it. One day things will change. One day things will change. God will see me through. One day. He has already. Yes, yes. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is in you. Yes, yes. The, what we need to do is we need to cultivate the power that is within. How do we come cultivate it? We remind ourselves. We hear it. We meditate on it. Yes. Amen. Yes, yes. How about another example? You remember Peter? When Jesus appeared to the disciples in the middle of the night and was walking on water, they were like, Oh my gosh, that's a ghost. Yeah. And they said, Hey, I'm not a ghost. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's me. And Peter said, Well, if it's you, bid me to come. If it's you, ask me to come. Follow that. If it's you, ask me to come. In other words, what he said <laughs> will produce. If it's you, ask me to come. Bid me to come. Knowing that the power is in what Jesus will say. So Jesus said, come. Come. "Come." And Peter walked on water. Most people think that Peter walked on water. Peter didn't walk on water. (sighs) What did Peter walk on? On calm. Peter walked on calm. Peter walked on come. Hey. Jesus, He said to Jesus, "If it's you, bid me to come." And Jesus said, "Come, and he walked on calm. Hey, come. and calm come suspend, sustained him on water. Yeah. It wasn't the water that was sustaining him, no. it was the come that formed the bridge on the water. See what I mean by laying hold of the word? If it's you, Jesus, ask me to come. And Jesus said, come. Yeah. And that come become a, became a concrete on water. And Peter was walking on water. Walking on come. Walking on come. Somebody said, how do you know that my life is going to turn the right way? Because the word said so. Because the word said so. How do you know that 2022 is going to be a wonderful year for me? Because the word said so. Yes. Where is it in the word? The Bible said I will increase you more and more. You and your children. Yes. Amen. 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 The Bible said that his goodness shall follow me yes. all the days of my life. If you realize what's following you, you will stop and acknowledge it. Yeah, that's, right. that's what we mean by laying hold. Yes. Laying hold. Acknowledge the word that this is talking to you. And stop looking around. Amen. Glory to God. You remember Abraham? How about Abraham? Abraham is our father of faith. In Romans chapter 4 in verse 17. You read 18 coming down. And he said that uh, he against hope. Okay. He against hope. Believed in hope. That he might become the father of many nations, according to what was spoken. According to what was spoken. His belief was on God based on what God has spoken. Okay? Not according to Sarah's body changing. Not according to everything that needs to happen to happen in order for something to work. All he did was believe what was spoken. Yes. You don't have to worry about how it's going to work, how your finances are going to change. All you need is believe the word, believe what was spoken. Yes. Amen. Believe what was spoken. That's why many people let go. Yeah. They don't hold fast. They don't let hold because they're looking to see how it's going to work. Show me how it's going to work. And God brings somebody. Oh, God sent somebody my way. Oh, glory to God, this is coming. How about if nobody showed up? How is it going to happen? Ask Elijah. Elijah was in the brook Cherub. There was no McDonald's. There was no Jack in the Box. Nothing close by. Yet, a raven delivered him hamburgers. How about that? Yeah. So you don't let what you see limit your ability to lay hold. Yeah. If the word said it, believe it. Yeah. If he has to ra- send Raven to bring stuff your way, he will. That's right. yeah. see, we, we just fall short so many times because we are not f- fixing our eyes on the word of God. Many think, okay, when God is walking, you will see natural things moving. Many times you don't see natural things moving. Many times you won't see natural things moving. But the word is working. Yeah. But the word is working. That's the mentality we have to have. The word is enough for me. If the word said it, I'm going to embrace the word and I will look to God to bring that word to pass. Amen. 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 Glory to God. God. Why is it important that we make the word of God the reason for our believing? Because the word is the seed of what God said will happen. Oh, I'm going to bless you and make your name great. You know where that seed is? Is in that word. It's not going to come through anything outside. It comes through the word. It is the word when believed that affects things outside. So if you're looking for things outside, you miss the whole point. That's why people frustrate their faith. I've been believing, I've been believing, I've been believing. When people say, I've been believing, they're mostly looking at the things in the natural, looking to see a change. I've been believing, I've been believing. You know what they're telling you, really, I've been believing, but I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Where you have to ask him, where are you looking to see it at? Where are you looking to see it at? Because you, uh, our belief most of the time is believing that God will make something will see change. Okay? There's nothing wrong with expecting change. But you have to understand where the change comes from. Yes, amen. The change comes from the Word. Yeah. It's not the circumstance turning around that is, the, uh, uh, that is the source of the change, it is the Word. That triggers the change on the outside. But if you don't lay hold of the word, you'll be like that man going to the vent expecting to change the temperature that's coming through the vent. When all he needs to focus on is to go to the thermostat. When I discovered this, it changed a whole lot of things for me. You won't have to be stressed out about anything you won't have to be in fear looking around because so many times you will see things that are contrary to what God said but that is the prime time to lay hold of the word and we told you this morning that the things you see don't come out of things you see Are you, are you following what I'm saying? The things you see don't come out of things you see. So why are you frustrated looking at things you see? What do you need to do? Focus on the things you don't see. Because that's where the things you see come from. We went over it this morning in Hebrews 11 in verse 3. Amen. So now, tonight I want to focus on this part. Now that you are focusing on the word... The word is the reason for what you are in. The word is your focus. The word is what you're hearing. You're meditating on it. It gets into your heart. It fills your heart. It begins to come out of your mouth. Then it engages the helper that is assigned to manifest that word. Pastor Jay will often say this statement. He said, God purchased it. No, God planned it. Jesus purchased it. And the Holy Spirit performs it. See? God planned it. Jesus purchased it. And the Holy Spirit performs it. How does he do that? How does he perform it? Through the word. Go with me. Let's look at uh, 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. First Corinthians 2, we will start reading from verse 9. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 2, verse 9. It's a familiar scripture. Everybody knows it. It says, but as it is written, I had not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man. The things. <laughs> I like things. That's the way I preach it in Nigeria. I said things. Not one thing. Things. Things. Not one. It's plenty of them. Amen. It says, the things which God had prepared, prepared. You see what I mean? Prepared. Prepared. Well, if it's prepared, where is it at? Where, where did God prepare it? Keep reading. Okay. The things which God had prepared for them that love him. But God Hath revealed them to us. By his spirit. He's revealed them to us. By his spirit. Okay. For the spirit searches all things. Yea the deep things of God. Why is he searching it? So he can get them to us. Keep reading. For what man knoweth the things of a man. Save the spirit of man. Which is in him. Even so. The things of God knows no man but the Spirit of God. Okay? Now, we have received. Say, I have received. I have received. This, not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God. Yes. Why? That you might know the things that are freely given to us of God. The Spirit of God is in you. To make known to you all these things that God has prepared for you. Yeah. He's in you to do that. That's his job. To make it known to you. In other words, to manifest it. Good. Okay? Yeah. So, now, let's see how the Holy Spirit who is in you will do these things. Because he's given to us as our helper. Okay? Okay? Go with me. Look at John 16. I'm not telling you anything you haven't heard before. But faith comes by hearing, not heard. Amen. Amen. John 16, look at verse 13. John sixteen thirteen. It says, how be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come. Thank God he has come. He will guide you into all truth ah keep listening for he shall not speak of himself but whatsoever he shall hear that shall he speak okay let's keep saying let's keep going and he will show you things to come he shall glorify me this is jesus talking for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. And he goes on to say that all the father hath of mine. Therefore said I unto you that he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. Notice the first thing he says he will do. He will not speak of himself. He will tell you what he hears. He will tell you what he hears. So, who is he going to hear it from? From God. Okay? From God. So, if he's hearing what God is saying, 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 that means he's hearing the word. You see, the word of God is God talking to us but you see this word is so big that it will take the job of the holy spirit to open the curtain of it for you to see when god says to you here's my word there's more to it for instance let's say um you read the scripture in matthew 8 17 it says himself took your infirmities. Himself too. The Holy Spirit, when he communicates that, sk- that scripture to you, he will open your eyes, show you the cross, show you the Savior hanging on the cross with all the diseases hitting him, hitting him, hitting him. What was supposed to be laid on you was thrown at him, hidden him. That's him revealing that word. Not only is he revealing it and showing you the pictures, the realities of what happened. The anointing on that word is being transmitted at the same time. Enabling you to lay hold. This is for me. This is for me. Why? Because you can see. People who see talk different from people who didn't see. I and mean, say, This, this, and this happened. Were you there? Uh, no, she said. Uh, he said. See, you act different. But when you, when you are there, you're like, I have seen some things today. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. But notice where it all starts from hearing, from the Word. Notice the Spirit of God will not speak of Himself. He will not tell you anything apart from what the word already said. That's why you need the foundation of God's word. Because he will lead you according to the word. His job is to manifest that word. To bring it to a place of performance. Amen. Glory to God. That's his job. But if you're not founded on God's word. People be looking. I've seen people everywhere around the world. We're praying. We're praying. Oh, God will come through for us. And you ask them, what are you basing your prayer on? Why do you know that God will hear you? Where God is. Oh, God is. God is. That's not the basis for God hearing you. (laughs) Oh, God is, you see, God doesn't, <laughs> God hears you. Bible tells us in 1 John, remember 1 John 5, verse 14, it says, if you ask anything according to my will, his will is his word, he hears you. He hears you. Could it be that so many prayers, people pray God doesn't even hear? If you, pray, if you ask anything according to my word, I hear you. So the Holy Spirit, my point is, the Holy Spirit guiding you and bringing you into the reality of what belongs to you is based on your knowledge of the word. Your knowledge of the word. That's where people miss it many times. Because people are waiting for the Spirit to lead them according to their circumstance. I'm going through this. God's going to say something to me that, about my situation. But he leads you according to the truth. What is the truth about your situation? He already took care of it. Hmm? Are you here? He already took care of it. That's where many miss it. If you, What I'm talking about tonight is very simple. But that's what trips up so many people. Oh God, I'm waiting for you to talk to me about what I'm going through. And we're praying, looking to hear something about what I'm going through. When the Spirit of God will bear witness with you and talk to you about the truth. Yeah. I remember a few years ago, I was dealing with a situation that I thought was a big deal to me. It was big. I didn't think it was big. It was big to me. <laughs> so I went to God and prayed. Oh God, you know, just praying, praying, praying. Believing God, you know. Everything I was waiting to hear God say to me was going to be based on that. If he said anything else, I didn't hear. Isn't that how so many of us pray? It has to be about this thing I'm believing God for. It has to be about this thing I'm believing God for. So he begins to talk to me, and he talked to me for, for a while, but he didn't mention what I've been praying about. So I'm getting, you know. <laughs> Don't you realize this is big? So I was expecting it to be the first thing he talks to me about. Uh But he talked to me about other things. And then at the end, he said to me, and that little issue. I'm like, (laughs) that little issue? (laughs) I said, you know, I thought in my mind, it's little to you because you're God. You know? (laughs) It's a de- that little issue. It's like, what was he doing? He's trying to bring me back to who he's made me. I'm redeemed forever. You're redeemed forever. What you go through doesn't define you. But my situation, I was trying to define myself through that circumstance. And he called it little. And I learned something that if the Word of God describes what you're going through as little, you know what it is? It is little. So I've been doing, I've been, the Bible calls it, remember, the Bible calls it light affliction. <laughs> light affliction. So if that's how he defines it, that's how the Holy Spirit is going to lead you. He's not going to talk to you as if it's a big deal. You see what I mean? That's why we miss direction many times. We're looking for it to be big in God's eyes. But God talks according to truth. And when the Spirit leads you, He leads you according to truth. What's the truth about your situation? You're redeemed. So He's going to talk to you as the redeemed. What's the situation about what you're dealing with? You know, like maybe scarcity or things not there. He's going to talk to you as the one who has been blessed with all spiritual blessings. He will talk to you as a possessor. Not one trying to possess. See, that's where we miss it. That's why many people don't lay hold. They're waiting for something to happen in the natural. To convince them that they are possessors. To show them that they are actually laying hold when all you have to do is to accept the testimony of God's Word yeah. God said it in his word. he said I'm a possessor therefore I am yeah. you know what that does to you when you believe that it opens you up to recognize the leadings of the spirit because the spirit will lead you according to the truth according to the Word of God remember in Romans chapter 8 in verse 16, if we start in 16, it says, For the Spirit himself beareth witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And he goes on to say, If your children were then heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. He's still talking about bearing witness with our spirit. In other words, he will bear witness with you that you are a child of God. He will bear witness with you that you are an, that you are an heir of God. He will bear witness with you that you are a joint heir. Air with Jesus Christ in other words he's witnessing he's leading to you will be according as an heir not as one who doesn't have who's trying to have you see the difference oh God's gonna lead me I'm trying to have <clears throat> God's gonna he's gonna bless me with this no he will lead you according to the blessed Do you see the difference? Because people are waiting. When I get this, ooh, glory to God. When I get this, I'm telling you what, brother, when I get this, yeah. but the witness of the Spirit comes to you as the one who has it. Yeah. Well, that's good. Why? Because you are in Christ. Yeah. Uh-huh. When God gave us Christ, he gave us everything. For the Holy Spirit to lead you as one who doesn't have will be in violation of God's word and he wouldn't do it. You see why? People have trouble laying hold. Because they are seeing themselves as an outsider trying to get. That's why we said it's so vital for you to meditate on the word of God. Because when you meditate on the word of God it becomes you. You become the word. You're meditating to make yourself one with the word. To the point that when you come out, what people will see will be the Word. Why? Because what you look at, you partake of. Remember in 2 Corinthians 3 18 or so, it said, We are beholding as in a glass or as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord is changed into the same. That's what meditation will do do to you. You're beholding it. This is me. This is me. This is me. You know, it's not just you looking. When you're looking, the Spirit of God is taking that word that you're looking at and He's building it into you. He's building it into you. He's building it into you until it becomes you completely. And then He guides you according to what you have already become. That's why it's easy to follow the leading of the Spirit that way. But if you don't do that, you will struggle. You remember Gideon? Gideon was hiding from the enemy of his army, tracing weed. Because the people had taken them, you know, taking all the people captive also. They, they, he was hiding. Because these people will come and they will grab all their stuff and they go. So the little he had, he was hiding. And God said that he had picked him ahead of time to deliver the people. So when the angel of the Lord showed up to Gideon, he said to him, "You know what he called him? Mighty man of valor." You don't call anybody that hadn't fought a war "mighty man of valor," but that's how he described him. Now Gideon had to come up to it. Yeah. You see, whenever the word of God describes you, you have to accept it. Good. Say, "That's who I am. Yes. That's who I am." Because if you don't, you will have trouble responding to the one who is assigned to manifest that word. The Bible calls us the rich. He was made poor that we might be made rich. What is rich? Abundant supply in every area. That's what Jesus has made you. That's what he has made you. Well, if he made me that, I haven't seen that. Well, you have to believe it. You have to believe it. You have to believe it. Because that word that announces that to you is the power to make it so in your life. T.L. Osborne used to say years ago, the power is in the announcement. The power is in the announcement. Amen. Glory to God. See, this is why people don't lay hold. You look into the natural. Look into the natural. It's almost like, God, (laughs) I'm putting out a fleece. (laughs) Show me this. If it's this, let this be this. If it's that, let this be this. Do you know you can just take God's word and keep walking straight no matter what you see? It's powerful enough to do exactly what he said. That's why it calls for faith. What so many of us call faith is not faith, it's man's faith. Seeing is believing, you know. (laughs) Show me, you know. And then we close our eyes. Oh, yeah. I'm in faith. Yeah. You can. (laughs) You're not in faith because you close your eyes. No. You're in faith because you believe the word. Because, you know, we get religious sometimes without even realizing it. I'm in faith. I remember the Lord saying to me, "I don't know what He says to you, but I'm telling you what He says to me." Sometimes, I'll say, "I'm in faith," and He would tell me, "Since when?" (laughs) Since when are you in faith? I said, "Yeah, I believe the word." He said, "You?" He said, "He said, Do you know what it means to believe the word?" I said, "I think I do." He said, "When you believe the word, you're not looking around; you are convinced." You are acting like the word will come to pass. Oh boy, he has helped me. (laughs) Because so many times we think we're believing, but we're we are having plan B. We're checking all the options. Uh You know, checking all the options just in case. Just in case. God's gonna do it through this. God's gonna do it through this. Okay, I'm sure that God's gonna do it through this. He's gonna give me a new job. And that new job will have, I mean, it will, it will have good pay raise. Yeah, yeah. And that's what we're calling faith. Uh-huh. Okay? But you see, faith has to be based on the word of God. Right. You saying it's going to come through the job is you assigning how it's going to work. Uh-huh. That's not your department. Uh, yeah, that's, right. that's why people struggle with laying hold. Because if it doesn't happen like you are thinking it will happen, then you get discouraged. Well, I thought God said, I guess he will move another way. No, all you need to do is believe the word. The word. The word. He said. He said in his word. He said in his word. Find out what he told you. And lay hold of it. And quit looking around. Quit looking around. I was sharing the testimony with you guys earlier this morning. You know, when uh, the building that God led us to lease. Yes. I mean, you look at our numbers, you'll be like, Are you crazy? Yeah. You look at our numbers, you'll be like, Where are you, you going to get the money from? Where is it going to come from? Yeah. The people here look like they need help. <laughs> I mean, that's big because that's all you see. Yeah. How? How? How, Lord? How? And we start praying stronger. (laughs) Oh Oh, God. It doesn't come by that. It comes by faith. And faith comes by hearing. What have you heard? Believe it. So if I were to look around and look at the people. I'd be like oh Lord help us tonight. (laughs) Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. How is it going to happen? But he told me. He said, receive two buildings. Just receive two buildings. And I said, what do I do next? He said, act like it's so. So every opportunity we have, we start dancing. Glory to God. Glory to God. We receive two. Glory to God. Because we were doing that. Uh Can I share a secret with you? Because we were doing that. One morning after we were doing that in prayer, the Spirit of God now said, Go. Because you see, when you are responding, yeah. the leading begins to become right. clearer yes. to you. Yes. Yes. It tells me go go check that building out. Mind you, I've been passing by that building for a long time. I get and I be like, ah, it's, I don't like the location. It's just busy there. It's a big building. Blah blah. You know, I give natural excuses. Ah, yeah. but after I've been saying, I received two buildings, billion. We're dancing. <laughs> uh, is it when you act, instructions become clearer. Are you listening? And then I was led, and I went. I checked the place. I'm like, ah, but this is too small. He said, walk a little further. And when I walked a little further, looked to the right. There's a whole wing to it that they were not planning to walk on at all. All you see is brick walls that are not plastered. Everything's just, you know, blocks, concrete blocks. And I said, this is the one we want. And he said, take the whole floor. I'm like, oh. <laughs> the whole floor. I look at the people. <laughs> I look around and say, Lord, the whole floor? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah, the whole floor. The whole floor. Yeah. So we signed for the whole floor. Mind you. Before that, what I had, you know, what I what I had in mind was half of what it was going to cost. That's what I was okay with spending. And now we're about to spend uh, fifty percent more. And I went to the Lord, and He asked me, "Do you know?" I love the way He talks to me. He said, "Are you paying for it?" I said, "Oh." Because you see, when you're paying for it, you're stressed about it. But when he told you, or when he tells you, he's paying for it. All you need to do is just say, yes, sir, I agree. I'm going to act like it's so. Act like I got a bunch of money. All I had was what he said. And you know, when it came time to pay, all the money was there. Everything was there. I thought, wow. Wow. This is cool. It's exactly. If you will learn to do it my way, yeah. many times we limit ourselves because of our calculators. I hide now my calculator when I go to the Lord. like <laughs> go, "What's that in your hand?" Oh, excuse me, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Woo, talk, Lord. I'm open. <laughs> you see you know how you get rid of calculators you meditate on the word till the word expands inside of you it will stretch you past everything you can see in the natural because it will make God your only source amen it will make God your only source that's how these things happen that's how it happens that's how you lay hold see as long as you have something in the natural (laughs) you wouldn't lay hold of the supernatural like you should because each time you get ready in order to lay hold of the supernatural you have to release your hold on the natural so many of us are so comfortable with the natural that we're not stretching leaning towards the supernatural because each time you want to leave the natural to reach for the super the natural starts crying How are you going to pay for How are you going to pay for Oh God. Ah! Ah! It starts crying. For what is it doing? It's drawing your attention. It's drawing your attention. And if you respond to it. Against what God told you. You will lose the opportunity to lay hold. That's what awaits you. A glorious experience. You cease living ordinary life. Because you've learned how to lay hold. Again, I'll go, it's so simple, but I keep going back to it. It goes back to, okay, what did the word say? Because it's going to come from the word. Yeah. When you believe it, that's when the spirit of God opens you up to opportunities. Yeah. People say, I want opportunity. God, give me opportunity. No, lay hold of the word. And you will recognize opportunities that ordinary people don't recognize. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. You see all these inventions that people are coming out with that are blessing people. Uh-huh. Why? Why? Why not it be you? Why not it be you? That's right. You see, but we're looking to the natural instead of looking to the supernatural. There was one guy you remember back in the day. I think it was a uh, Mr. Carver, right, that invented the um, peanut butter. Yeah, he took them peanuts and his Bible to the lab. The Bible to the lab with a bunch of peanuts, and God through the Word. Because see, that's why you have to recognize it first. It comes through the Word. It comes through the Word. That's the only way it can be faith. Yeah. You remember where he said, By faith. By faith, this man did this. By faith, this woman did this. That means they heard God say something. Yeah. Somebody said, That's what I'm waiting for God to do. I'm waiting for God to say something to me. You, pra- you practice first. By taking the written word of God as God talking to you one of the reasons people struggle with identifying when God is talking to them is because they have not identified with the written word that's a major issue well God's gonna talk to me about my finances God's gonna do this in my- are you a tither are you tithing because if you ignore the word, the enemy will accommodate you. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Oh, well, God's going to do this in my life to change all of this that I'm going through. What are you doing with what the scripture said? Come on. You see, if you don't value scripture, right. the enemy will mess you up with he- thinking you're hearing from God. Yeah. 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 That's what we see in so many people. They're believing God to do something, but they're not recognizing the word. God's word is so number one that even God himself said that he magnified his word above his name. So how are you going to get around that? (laughs) I tried it. It never worked. So don't even waste your time. (laughs) I remember one time. This was years ago. I was dealing with something I'm trying to plead with God to show him how important this is. And I started to tell him, you know, I'm yours, Uh, you know, I'm the apple of your eyes, you know. I'm trying to remind him, you know, what he said. What I was basically trying to do was to excuse myself from doing what the word said. I'm trying to get him to deal with my case first and then I'll go act on the word. See what I mean? That's the deception. So I'm telling him, I'm he said, he he rose up and said to me, you're not that special. (laughs) I thought, wait a minute. I thought I was special to you. He said to me, you're trying to get me to treat you more special than Jesus. You remember Jesus at the cross said, let this cup pass by me. And he said, nevertheless I had that word, nevertheless I'll go through. He said, if I didn't do it for Jesus, what makes you think I'll do it for you? You have to act on my word. You have to act on my word. That was a revelation. You have to act on my word. Until we act on God's word, God has nothing to work with. It's so hot up in here. It's so cold here. Somebody do something. Somebody do something. And everybody gather at the vent. <laughs> somebody do something about this vent. Somebody do something about this vent. Yeah. You know we can stand there and holler and do that all day long. Nothing will happen. Until somebody says, where is the thermostat? The word. is the thermostat that controls what you see. So if you're looking to change what you see, you've got to lay hold of the word. Because this is how you change the natural. The natural comes from the supernatural. So in order to change it, you have to go into the supernatural. How do you do it? Believe the word. Believe the word. This is talking about you believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. The Bible says, I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. That's right. I sure am. I'm not running on my own strength. I'm running on the strength of him who abides within. Receive it. That's me. That's me. That's me. The Bible says, himself took my infirmities. Yeah, he did. He took mine. So when things come up, all this what you call it, that's going around, come up. Just remind yourself, himself took. Himself took mine. He took mine. He took mine. I always see myself outside of what's going on in the world. Why? Because of what Jesus did. You see, don't talk like the world. Don't get all panicky about things like the world because they don't have another option. What they see is all they got. But you've got the word. You got the word. You got the word. Receive it. Receive the word hear it, attend to it, meditate on it. The Bible even tells us that the word is like medicine to them that find it. Every word of God, not just words on healing, every word of God. So the word I'm sharing with you tonight is producing healing in you. The Bible says, every word from they are healing to them that find it. It's talking about the word of God. It didn't tell us it had to be specific healing scriptures. It's the word. Because the word is creative power of God's word. It has life in it. Sickness is not life. So when the word comes, it produces life. No matter which one it is. Amen. Glory to God. So this year is year for possession. Amen. See yourself within what God said. Amen. Who said you couldn't do that? Who said you couldn't own houses? Who said you couldn't own more than one? Who put that limit? See, when we came into Christ, we became possessors. That's how heaven sees you. Why? Because you're seed of Abraham. So don't change yourself by going the other way. You can lay hold thinking like the world. You can lay hold thinking that you are a nobody. You can't lay hold thinking that you are weak. You can't lay hold thinking that everybody is against you. You can't lay hold thinking that you know thinking what everybody else is thinking. Yes. To lay hold many times you're going to have to stand alone. And you have to be willing to do that. Why? Because you're convinced. Some of the people that you think are believers, when it comes time for laying hold, they are not able to lay hold because of what they've been feeding on. They've been feeding on what people are saying, so they are not interested in laying hold. So if you judge your laying hold based on their actions, you will misguide yourself. So you lay hold because the word says so, not because anybody else says so. Amen. You don't look to see if it's working for this person or that person before you. No, the word said so. Whether it's working for that person or the other person, you don't care. No, right. The word said so. That's the basis for you laying hold. Amen. These are some of the things that the Spirit of God had to deal with me about. Because you look around, it looks rough for everybody. And then you, you know, yeah, it happens to all. No! Your name is not all. Come on, amen. <laughs> Your name is not all. That's right. You're different. That's right. <clears throat> Amen. Maybe. So you expect it to be different for you. Yes. That's how you lay hold. Yes. It will happen for me. I'm different. <clears throat> God, the Bible said so. So you receive it. You're not looking for a way out. That's right. To lay hold, it requires pressing in. Yeah. Okay, I'll leave you with this. When you begin to lay hold, you're going to have thoughts from outside. How do you know it's going to work? How, you're taking a risk. Ah, oh, you're going to do this. Ah, oh, you're going to do this. Let me tell you if it's coming from outside, it's not God. Yeah. You acting on God's word is not a risk. Yeah, you acting on what God said is not a risk. Yeah. And you not doing what God said is a risk. Yeah. Faith is not a risk, not when God said so. You take a risk when you don't walk by faith. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. Did you get help tonight? Did it help you? So, as you do these things, then the leading of the Spirit becomes clear because He's waiting to show you where things are. He's waiting to show you where lands are. I had the Lord said to me in recent time, you know, because I would say something like, you know, I don't know yet. You know, I don't know yet. I said that in January. In June I'm still saying I don't know yet. He said to me, that is not a mark of spirituality, you know, high spirituality to say I don't know yet. Yeah. Say if you don't know, find out. Right. That's good. <coughs> I thought good. you mean I have to be responsible mm-hmm. to find out, and it's easy to find out. You just go before God. Father, you said in your word that if I will ask anything, According to your word, that you hear me. You said, Ask and you shall receive. Knock and you shall open it for me. So I'm asking you. You said you don't withhold anything good. So tell me. Tell me. And he'll tell you. The problem is when he tells you, you have to act like it. <laughs> you have to act like it. Somebody said one time, I'm believing God. To do something big in my life. But I keep getting this prompting. To go buy this neighbor down the street. Go buy them dinner. Go buy them dinner. And I keep telling God. Yeah when you bless me. I'm going to do it. When you bless me. I'm going to do it. When you bless me. I'm going to do it. And the prompting kept, kept coming. Go buy them dinner. If he's telling you go buy them dinner. Don't you think that he knows you got the money. Yeah. Enough to buy them dinner. Right. See that's why we miss laying hold we suspend instruction waiting for manifestation we say lock the room with the thermostat let's see what happens to the (laughs) vent nothing will happen until we adjust the thermostat amen glory to god i see so many things that god has in store for you all i see buildings I see lens. It's going to come up so suddenly. But you're going to begin Mm -hmm. to just like walk it out. 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 out. You know what I mean by walking it out? Practice these things that we're talking about. So you become proficient. God doesn't provide for you based on you. He provides for you according to his riches. In glory by Christ Jesus. And he never never runs out. Amen. So you don't look to yourself the moment you learn that you begin to do big things all you need is what did he say and many times when you come God will paint those pictures for you through the voice of your pastor so I wonder what God's doing what God's doing how is God going to do it you listen to the voice that God gave you because it's designed to power faith in you remember we read it earlier in romans 10 they say how can they call on him whom they have not believed and how can they believe on whom they have not heard and how can they hear without a preacher okay remember what you think you're wanting to hear might be different from what god set up for you to hear that's why it's wonderful that he set it up in that system and gave us a preacher. So whatever the subject, it's you. Whatever the topic, it's you. It will get me to my place of position. Amen. I know what I'm talking about. Because I know I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my pastors. Whatever they said, that's God talking to me. Because God gave them to me. That's the way he set you up to fire up your faith. You leave from every service. Wow. Wow. When people get offended, it means they're no longer thrilled with what they're hearing. Amen. So don't be one of them. Don't be one of them. Don't be one of them. If you're going to lay hold, you're going to have to guard your hearing. There are people talk, people talk, (laughs) they talk, 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 because the devil talks too, you know. And the devil is wanting more company. Hmm? Faith is the only project that can stand by itself. Doubt can stand by itself. That's why he looks for companies. Faith can survive by itself because it's based on God's word doubt needs all the supporting evidence, you know. Hey, what did he say? Oh, what did you Oh, did you see? Oh! See, it's all building up. Yeah. So you're going to have to guard what you're hearing. Yes. Some of you, when you begin to launch out based on some of these, you're going to hear words that are contrary. You're going to hear words that are hopeless. Well, why do you have to do it this way? Don't you see what this is doing? Don't you see? You tell them, that's not me. You have to be bold about it. Amen. You have to be so convinced that people talk doubt. You'll be like, what are you talking about? Amen. And that way you settle it. Praise God. Amen. I believe that's what I have for you tonight. Amen. I just want to see this increase. I want to see this increase. So let God build you up. Take a hold of the word. Stop looking around. That word is enough to power you. That's what we preach in Africa. They're looking for, oh, you're from America. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't come to you as an American. I came to you with the gospel. Yeah. It, it, we've been so privileged to live like them. We're so privileged to be around where they are. So nobody can say, oh, we haul things from the... you know, We are there. Yeah. We're experiencing the same. But yeah. the word makes all the difference. It makes all the difference. Yes. All Amen. Yes. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Should I take this job or that job? Shall I do this or that? Stop going around talking to people. Talk to God. Have Him show you. Should I do this? Should I take this job? It's going to do this. It's going to do this. It's gonna, let me tell you. Things may look good on the outside. But God is able to tell you which one. So I'm talking to somebody. So instead of going back and forth, just settle down. And let God talk to you. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. It will all come to pass. Praise God. Praise God. Anybody in here, your knee seizes up sometimes. It just it gets tight. It seizes up, and it's kind of like hard to bend sometimes. Are you here? It seizes occasionally. Anybody here? I just want to minister to you, sister. Man, praise God. Praise God. I come bear lay hands on you. Praise God. Thank you, Father, for your healing power. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, I minister your healing power to Mama Mary. From the top of her head to the soles of her feet, I release the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. To quicken this body and make it so. In Jesus' name. And I command the tingling to stop too, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. You don't have to sell the house, you can get another one. you don't have to sell that, you can get another one. You can get another one. You can get another one. and Then you can get another one. You Then get another one. Does that make sense? You don't have to sell it. You can get another one. Unless God tells you to sell it. But you don't have to, that's what I'm getting. You don't have to sell it. Because sometimes you know we have these ideas, we sell this and then God. Who said you have to sell one? You don't have to. Because you see, you you don't limit what you enjoy based on your might. Let God prosper you. Let God prosper you. Let God prosper you. Uh Uh-huh. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Somebody is going to suddenly, George, somebody going to suddenly leave from your shop. Just suddenly, just go. Be okay with that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. Isn't, isn't this wonderful? Yeah. God reserves the secrets of his things to his, for his children. Amen. Glory to God. Jose, you keep coming up to take a step. You're like, ah, is this the right time, Lord? Is this the right time, Lord? Just do it. Just do it too there's something you call waiting on God but there's something you call hesitation hesitation once you go uh, all the other voices will come (laughs) Amen praise God okay God told me to start that business but I'm waiting for the finances who is it anybody in here all right you better start it Start it and the finances will come. Take steps. You heard the word. You see, the word is the is the financier. So take the steps and it'll come. Take the steps and it'll come. Don't let family advise you. Let the word advise you. Because God's been wanting to move it further for a long time. But family. I love my family, but I don't let my family advise me when it comes to the things of God. I let the word advise me. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Praise God. I'm done. I'm just, you know, checking the checking the one who sent me, make sure I'm not leaving anything because I, I won't see you for a few months. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Pastor Mark, you come. You too come. Praise God. Father, I thank you for it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're coming into something new. You've been, it will look like. Mm, just believe God is opening it for you and receive it. Just receive it. He wants to do you good. Just receive it. Just, uh, just receive it. Get that uh, out and just take it in. Okay? Does that make sense to you? It comes now. Jesus, thank you for it. In the name of Jesus, it comes to them fully in jesus name thank you father amen hallelujah he designed it for you and he's been preparing this for a long time and he said all those fruits all this faithfulness all this faithfulness he's counting it i can see it all the, he said you were faithful you've you stayed with it you stayed with it now enjoy it and don't say oh, but Take it on in, Amen. Hallelujah, Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Anybody that runs business here, you own business, run business. Glory. Okay, good. Stand, stand up. Amen. Anybody, praise God. Glory to God. It's just you. Anybody else that run business, come. I'm a minister to you. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Father, I bless them in Jesus' name. Thank you for that. Praise God. I bless you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for that, Father. It comes to them in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Our celebrated help accelerated help accelerated help to this congregation accelerated help it seems like everything is accelerated like you blink it's like whoa you blink it's like whoa accelerated help amen amen praise God thank you Father the month of April will be a month to remember thank you Father praise God Glory to God. Thank you. It will all come to pass. Amen. Praise God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bless these precious people. Whatever you see fit to impart more. As I release this anointing, Father, Mary, go forth to minister to them in the name of Jesus. Oh, son, come up. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Glory to God father I thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you in the name of Jesus thank you Lord thank you thank you in Jesus name I knew a new place new place not only in the natural but in the spirit i thank you father for it in jesus name i declare it's different now in jesus name amen praise god amen glory to god amen praise god hallelujah glory to god glory 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 does anybody want hands laid on you for anything before I sit down? Okay, come. On. Praise God. Glory be to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. For healing? Nothing. Yeah, okay. All right. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I rebuke you. Take your hands off God's property. And I command the healing power of God to flow from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. I command circulation to be normal. In Jesus name. Amen. Nerves I speak to you. Be normal. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Be anxious. For nothing. That's the phrase that this came up to tell you. Be anxious for nothing. Ah, oh, they do this they do Be anxious for nothing. Does that make sense? Okay. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Praise God. Father In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That healing endowment that you placed on our life. We release it into this cloth. So that when it's placed on the sick. Every discomfort leaves. Every, every discomfort leaves. Devils and demons, they flee. Every discomfort goes. No matter which organ. In the name of Jesus. I loose the power now into this cloth. Go! Go! administer healing in jesus name amen praise god hallelujah thank you jesus glory to god amen praise god in the name of jesus you're clear behold in jesus name amen praise god Always remember, you are the healed. That will never change. No matter what symptoms, you are always the healed. You will never find a time that a believer is no longer healed. Always, 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 always. That way when symptoms come, you remind yourself of the side you are on. I'm on the healing side. Himself took my infirmities forever. Forever. Somebody say the pandemic. There will be another pandemic if Jesus tarries. What are you going to do then? I'm still going to be on the healing side. Amen. That's the mindset always. I'm on the healing side. I'm on the healing side. I'm not the same with the world. I'm on the healing side. Amen. And that's how you enact your covenant. And keep it steadfast. Amen. Praise God. Amen. We love you. We bless you. And we say when we return. I mean you have so many testimonies. Because you put this word to practice. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Pastor. I think that's it. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for coming tonight. Amen. Praise God.